If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Man on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Good evening, good morning, and good afternoon. Whatever time it may be that you're listening to this program, you are listening to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> Noel, hello. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm great. <clears throat> That's good. I'm glad to hear that. You've had a good week so far this week? I have had a good, busy week, but yeah, good. Okay, good. You know, I want to get some business out of the way. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, uh, before we get started, uh, uh, so as not to interrupt the show with, with outside noise and confuse the people out there, yep. um, we are... F- Firmly into season three yes. of Radio Free Brooklyn right now. And the website is up and running. Yep. Humming. Humming. And uh, while I have pointed out on many occasions, we have not received any tithes recently. Uh, not yet. It's coming. Um, <clears throat> Noel does not want me to call out any of the major, <laughs> uh, 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 what would I call them? Conglomerates, conglomerates that are uh, have taken our ideas and run with them and made scads of money off of them, uh, because he's afraid that we will lose sponsorship that way. And I say, <laughs> sponsorship be damned. We are we are men of the people, and it's the people who will support us. And to that end, I want to bring up the fact that you can actually sponsor us on the Radio Free Brooklyn website you can go to our show page through radio free brooklyn where there is a sponsor button and you can sponsor uh it would be for the entire season which is a six-month season and you would sponsor they give the option i think of one five ten and twenty uh per month uh for six months and we would split that with radio free brooklyn so you would be helping out us and helping out radio free brooklyn to keep uh all the shows that you love on the air. That's right. You can help keep <clears throat> us in champagne and caviar oh. until those 10%, those ties start rolling in. That's right. That's right. And then we won't need the, the paltry sums. But just like Bernie Sanders, you got to keep the wheels greased in some way. That's right. Um, and it's funny you talk about champagne and caviar and all. Yes, it is. Because it's, uh, I don't know if I'll call this a new segment. Maybe it will be just over time. But we are going to do... A little something special. Yeah, and that something special is our first Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel food review. That's right. And uh, why are we doing this food review, Noel? Well, uh, someone sent me a picture from their office refrigerator, a super (laughs) fan out there, and uh, in that fridge was from an establishment called Juice Press, which there's in New York multiple locations, Mm -hmm. and it is Get rich quick sushi. So I wow. picked some up on the way here. Wow. And we're going to see if it is worthy of the name. Is there any explanation of why it's called get rich quick on there? It, does it say that there's something to do with the combination of flavors or the, uh, you know, because the juice press is very crunchy, chewy. I think they may be vegan. It, this says organic, vegan, kosher. Wow. And kosher. Oh, yeah. We uh, got it all. Yeah. 
And if it's kosher, it's going to be halal too. I don't want anyone to feel left out there. Nope. Uh, so there's no explanation on why they call it Get Rich Quick. No little story about it anywhere on there. I bet if we go to their website, we can find out. But yeah, we're maybe. not, not going to do that right now. It seemed like when I was in there, all their products seemed to have some sort of sensationalistic name. Right. Right. That's true. I, I don't remember, but I remember that having gone in there for a juice, they, they make make vicious claims that I don't know if they could actually uphold. But here it is. So what is in the Get Rich Quick? Oh, I'll tell you. So I right off the bat, they've got the, the Get Rich uh, vote already, whether or not it tastes good, because this costs $11, <laughs> and there's no meat or fish in there. Uh-huh. It's avocado, cabbage, California. Uh, cauliflower, jimica, jicama. Yeah, we'll call it jimica <laughs> or jicama. Did they spell it jimica? Uh, yeah, with a J. Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, cucumber, sunflower sprout, red onion, nori, olive oil, sunflower seed, apple cider vinegar, nutritional yeast, oh. agave uh, nectar, tahini, parsley, sesame oil, turmeric, and sea salt. Wow, this is a the crunchiest, chewiest. The people who would eat this, I feel like, uh, have no desire to be rich. <laughs> well, it's eleven bucks for this tiny thing, so this is like they the might... hippy dippiest thing I've ever had. All right, so I'm picking one up here. All right, I'm picking up another one, and it's a little on the soggy side. I got to say, it has been sitting in a fridge for a while. Uh, they do give a side of tamari, aka soy sauce. I'm trying to jam it in there. All right, here we go. That's here a, we go. Let's hear it. I'm. Uh, all right, I'm going to take the first bite. All right. <laughs> that was wonderful Radio 2 sounds. Mm-hmm. I'll try to get some of that going, too, actually. <laughs> um. Gum. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to give you a little breakdown on this. It's actually, I expected it to be pretty awful. Mm-hmm. Um. It's actually quite tasty. Well, I'm not crazy about the texture of the seaweed around it because it's been sitting for so long, it's gotten very soggy and slimy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the filling is quite good. It's got a lot of flavor. It's pretty hearty because of all the rice in it, and there is a lot of rice in it. Um, it's got a lot of crunch, as you may have been able to hear there. And uh, they use a solid tamari, which you definitely need on it. But it's a good combination of, uh, of flavors. So I actually have to say... Get rich quick, uh, vegan sushi, vegan kosher halal, lactose-free sushi, <laughs> gluten lactose-free sushi, is a tasty little treat. Now eleven bucks. You know who am I to tell people what to charge if they want to get rich? That's right? right. They call it get rich quick. That's right. So uh, on that note, I think uh, I'm giving it three and a half stars out of five. Okay, it's stars we're doing. I'm gonna give it. Uh, out of five, I'll give it three dollar signs. Oh, there we go. Three dollar signs. I realized what you were saying there. We didn't even think about that. I might give it uh, three diamonds. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I'm going to give it like three platinums. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than the three and a half gold bars I was going to give it. So there you go. Yeah. What's the exchange rate between <laughs> uh, a platinum and a dollar? Um, I, well, I mean, I don't know off the top of my head. The last time I checked, I think it was like, uh, shit. I don't know. You know, I don't remember because I had looked into, uh, swapping my wedding ring out for a new wedding ring 
and I was looking to see if someone would be willing to purchase my wedding ring, a jeweler or a, and, and they were, but it, it was going to be like 400 bucks. This was a few years ago mm-hmm. for, uh, my wedding ring, which is not an ounce. So, but I, I know gold right now is at least a thousand dollars, if not a little bit more. Yeah. So, and I think platinum is more expensive than gold, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. Well, whatever. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's unimportant. You know, um, you traveled far and wide. To get this sushi. That's right. And by next time we do a review, we'll have our exchange rates worked That's out. Right. Um, and uh, uh, all I can say is our topic today, Noel, is... It's travel. That's right. Travel <laughs> is our topic. <laughs> nothing to do with uh, that sushi. No, nothing to do with the sushi other than it came from Japan. That's right. Because it's sushi. Yeah. Um, and uh, travel, Noel. No, no preamble, no nothing. We took a long time getting to it, so let's just go right into it. Let's get to it. You got stuff on travel, my friend? Boom. Boom. <laughs> That's what you got on travel, is just boom. Lots. All right. Uh, I'm ready to ride the Noldenine Golder Coaster. Okay, MoFlo. Um, I'm going to go in soft and easy. Okay. Uh, to the one everyone can get a piece of. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... When I started thinking about things, I remembered a time uh, I used to work at a bar in Chicago mm-hmm. called the Everly Club, mm-hmm. and I did the door there for a while, and then I bartended there as well, but this is from when I was doing the door, and it was one random night, and uh, this like hippie bus pulls up, and out comes just the whole thing was full of all these like Swedish and German and British 23-year-olds who were touring the country mm-hmm. in this hippie van and making all these crazy stops in the desert and just having a ridiculous time they all got like crazy took up started like all taking their clothes off in the bar <laughs> No, and I was didn't. like, this looks like the best time in the world, right? Uh-huh. But I am now a, a, a adult human. Uh-huh. <laughs> so something like that is, you know, I, I can't go back in time. I can't live like a monster. Uh, so how would, I, how would I ever, as close as possible, replicate that? Well, the closest really an adult human can do to that is, you know... An RV. Okay. I right? Got what you're so saying, right? An, an RV is you, you still sleep on a bed. You're mm-hmm. not packed in like maniacs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can travel across the country. There's probably no crazy desert stops. Uh, there's probably no <laughs> like 20 Swedes are all going to take their shirts off at the same time every night. But uh, but you can do it as, a, as an adult. Uh-huh. Right? Great. You know? I, I think that it would be kind of fun to to go around the country in a RV. Yeah. But uh a lot of people probably not their cup of tea. No. And you know, if you look at the at the economy today, it's not really the type of economy where people can go out and just buy an RV and keep it behind their apartment. Mhm. You know, our economy today is 
it's the service economy, uh-huh. and it's the gig economy. Yes, it is. You know, it is. Uh, they're replacing jobs with gigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> they're yes, re- I know. Replacing products with service. Yeah. Uh, so, I thought, great. I, you know, we 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 can make this fit. So, uh, I thought about it a little bit. I took a little bit of Uber. Uh huh. Mixed in a dash of Airbnb, <laughs> and I made. Uh, you can make a catered RV. Where uh, you take a mobile home, trick it out like a hotel, <laughs> cater it. You uh, uh, you know you even separate yourself from the from the back so that you're not sitting in their bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're basically a hotel room that drives wherever these people want. Okay, I got gotcha. brings them food, whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so you're a catered hotel. You are an Uber, Airbnb, RV, traveling, luxury hotel. Or you can be a boutique hotel if you want. Right. It just depends. You know, they have those buses now that they make that are, you know, two, three, four million dollars that are so tricked out. It's ridiculous. Yep. You know, and and the big stars travel around the country in them. I think who who had like one that was huge was uh, 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 Simon Cowell when he was doing uh, when he was doing uh, American Idol. Okay, here in the states, duh. Uh, he had he would go from place to place mostly by bus, apparently. All right, and he had this like three million dollar tricked out bus that I mean it was like a hotel on wheels just yeah. for him. So I think that's a great idea. You know, there is a segment of the population, the retired population in America, that uh, when they retired, they sold their homes, uh-huh. they sold everything, and they basically live year-round in RVs driving around the country. Oh, sure. There's lots of them. I actually know someone who has a who has a brother who does that. He did very well for himself, and then he just said, I want to travel the country for as long as I want to travel the country, and and there are communities that are built up around it. Yeah, <clears throat> that you know, you go from trailer park to trailer park, and everyone knows everyone. They run into each other. They trade information and stuff like that on the road. And on the road, and it's all retirees, all people in their sixties. Yeah, that'd be a good way to. Go uh-huh. And and you know what? If you were doing this hotel, you know, you could have your luxury hotel, you could have your boutique hotel, mm-hmm. and once this thing breaks down, you could just park it in a city somewhere and have a little no-tell motel. That, I I, th- I think you could probably do an Airbnb in a city with that. Yeah, and you know, be fine as you know, you're making the money, so it's not like you have to. And then you just swap it side to side to to avoid the uh, the traffic oh. uh, uh, movement. Sure, you could do that. I was actually thinking of the travel aspect itself. No, that's good too. I'm saying you could do all of the above. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can drive them to the city of their choice. They can then you can stay for a week. Yep. In the city, I'll drive you from Nebraska to New York City, and you'll have a week vacation in New York City in any neighborhood you want to stay in, all for the same low, low price of whatever. Yeah. Plus gas. Plus gas. And uh, you know you're there. You park it, and they you know they sleep in it, and uh, you sleep in it too. I guess. Yeah. You right? sit up front. You make them hors d'oeuvres. Make them hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> You clean up when they go out. Uh huh. Make the bed. Uh huh. Put a little mint on the pillow. Uh huh. I like it. Call it RV B and B. RV B and B. Yeah. <laughs> on the road again. That's right. On the road again. That's a good one, Noel. I like that one. Thanks. And I like that it was. Uh, it wasn't huge. You know, you tend to start off with these big monster ones that I feel like I just can't follow that. 
And then I just feel le- less than. I, I, I brought it down to you, Josh. You did. You brought it down to my <laughs> level. I appreciate that. Well, I'm going to hit you off with one that I have here. Okay. A lot of what I was thinking about travel-wise was travel is a pain in the ass for a lot of people. Right? And, and any kind of travel, it, even if it's just sort of like there are issues with time, there's issues with uh, uh, for little things like, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot because my niece is uh, one of my nieces has been started doing her college tours. Right. And that's like time off from school. You have to drive sometimes four or five hours away, maybe more or take plane flights, make a weekend of it. It's not cheap to take your kid to to see colleges and nope. things of that nature. Right. Um, <clears throat> and. Th- so that that's just one sort of point of it. That's not the whole point. But I was thinking, like, well, how do you cut that down, right? How do you make these visits uh, so you can go there without actually leaving your home but still have a tactile uh, physical experience there, right? Okay. So it's not just like, oh, well, I'm doing it through a VR machine or I'm uh, uh, on one of those little robots that it's got like an iPad on it and a tablet on it of some sort, and it's looking around, and I'm sitting and looking from my home. That's not the same, you know, to feel and be there. Yeah. So I was like, well, what about this idea? What about the idea maybe that you can have an out-of-body experience maybe where you you astrally travel to a place and you experience it that way? Mm-hmm. That was kind of a weak idea, I felt. <laughs> but <clears throat> as I was doing sort of research into out-of-body experiences— I came across this series of studies that have been going on at the uh, Karolinska Institutet, University of Medicine in Stockholm. Where High, highly lauded university, <laughs> I believe, it right? Is a high, it <laughs> actually is a quite highly lauded university. And they have been doing studies with the idea of putting yourself, right, yep. not yourself in quotes into other bodies and your mind essentially your consciousness your consciousness right into other bodies uh and experiencing that and they've been doing studies that have actually had a certain level of success to show that this can potentially be done yep the first series of studies that they did was they put a person in a brain scan machine like a cat scan kind of machine right big tube like an MRI. They put like VR style goggles on them, right? So they have a plateau in front of their eyes. All they're seeing is this thing. Then they had a dummy set up that was stretched out in the forefront and that had a camera on it. Mm -hmm. So on their visuals, they were seeing a set of legs stretching out as if it was their legs and then seeing themselves inside the CAT scan machine. Okay, so it was a completely different perspective. Then the, what the what the doctors did was they simultaneously they would come forward to tap certain areas of the body of the dummy and simultaneously tap the subject okay in the same places that they were tapping the dummy to create a connection right so now the brain is sort of getting a little confused about who's who who's who yeah. <clears throat> And eventually what they started doing as they as they worked up through this, they started taking things like they took a hammer, and they went up to the dummy's legs, which you could see, and started to bring the hammer down violently and stop <clears throat> right before hitting the leg. And in doing so, the person in the CAT scan machine, in the machine, 
would have a reaction, the same reaction that they would have if they were actually about to be struck. Uh-huh. They then went to the legs that were sticking out of the machine, the actual machine, the actual person, and went to strike those legs. Uh-huh. And the person in the machine who would have actually been struck if they had been struck by this hammer reacted as if they were watching someone else getting hit. Okay. Meaning they did not react. They didn't. There was no change in temperature. There was no change in uh, 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 fear. Yeah, monitoring. Just like, hey, dude. Yeah, look at this. exactly. Okay. Then they did the same thing with sort of light touch stuff, like they were going to go tickle them, uh-huh. right? Like this with feathers and different things, and they were finding that the mind was perceiving that it was in this dummy's body. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty heavy stuff, right? That's pretty, pretty, pretty amazing stuff. They've now gone on to uh, do this with actual people, where they have uh, had two separate people basically seeing it things from the viewpoint of the other person and starting to feel and feel like they're controlling that person's body. Get what I'm saying? So they'd say, like, raise your right arm. And the arm would raise, and they would think that they were raising the other person's right arm when they weren't, right? Um, And I thought, that's pretty amazing, right? So we're not far from this idea that we can sort of, at some point, move our consciousness into another body. Yeah, it's like Freaky Friday, come to life. Right, exactly. So then I thought, well, this would be great, right? So you could do things sort of like apartment swapping, Yeah, which is a huge thing, right? Yeah. People love to, like, there's all sorts of websites where people are like, oh, I'm going to England. Is anyone from England coming to New York? Let's swap apartments, right? But you wouldn't have to worry about how they treat your stuff. Exactly. Or anyone pooping on your toilet. Exactly. You could actually just swap consciousnesses (laughs) and go and visit England. Yeah. Um, and go go back and then swap back, and you can do this every day. You can sleep in your own bed, uh-huh. right? Never really leaving home, but having a full-on experience. This is great for someone who is, say, uh, a paraplegic, yep. uh, paralyzed. They can have experiences. Maybe they have difficulty traveling or can't travel, right? If you're, say, paralyzed from the waist down and you're on all sorts of apparatus or you're, you're terminally ill, you can have a travel experience like yep. no other. Then I Convict? Thought, well, a convict? Well, I don't think they'd allow convicts to do that, right? Because they don't want them to, uh, at least in this country, leave. they don't want them to leave, right? They don't want them to feel a sense of freedom. That's the punishment, isn't it? Yeah, that's the way around it. <laughs> so the convicts would just sneak it in. There would be all these sort of, like, instead of shoving cell phones up their butt, they would shove... No, no, I don't mean in jail. I mean, like, you know, if you're awaiting trial and stuff, you can't leave the state. Oh, I see what you're saying. But in right. your mind. But in your mind, you're you all over the China. world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I thought, well, that's great. But what about if you wanted to have, like, another experience where you didn't want to swap with someone? You didn't mm-hmm. like that person's body or you wanted to just do. Researchers at Stanford University have started creating human brains from skin tissue. Oh, get out of here. Swear to God. 3D human brains. Mm -hmm. So apparently they've been able to create new brain tissue in this manner before, but it was always sort of just the cells would grow and uh, you'd have this sort of weird two-dimensional, not really firing, but you'd get the tissue. They figured out a way 
to actually have the cells grow together on their own and have actually created a 3D brain Ugh. that's about the size of a mouse's brain Yeah. right now. They, obviously, they're going to work towards getting it bigger, where it has about 80% functionality in terms of synapse firing. I hate it. Okay? So you can... So this is the thing, though. This is taken from human skin cells. So basically, if they used your skin cells, they are making your brain. Yeah. Right? So now, your experience... So say you want to spend the money, and this is an idea. Someone can open up... This is a, Obviously, we're looking to the future, but this is the time to get in on the ground floor. We've had some of these ideas before. You set up around the world... Yeah. Places where there are basically mechanized bodies with brains made from your skin cell. Okay. So it's your brain, mm -hmm. right, that you can just shoot into and suddenly you're actually you okay. in someplace else. So, so these manufactured mm -hmm. brains are actually just empty receptacle brains. Right now they are, yes. Okay, well, what, what, makes, what makes a brain uh, a non-empty receptacle, right? Oh, it's, we could go on forever. Right, Josh. but well, but it, <laughs> it's, it's a synapse is coming together yeah. based on, on input, right? Yeah. So if there's nothing to give it input, if there's no eyes, there's no uh, hands, there's no tactile or anything, uh, touch or anything like that, there's no input. So it's just this. Right now, theoretically, they don't, obviously don't know everything about the brain because they've never had the opportunity to really study a human brain in that way before, yeah. which this is giving them the chance to. It is this massive flesh and neurons, right, that are just waiting to be filled with something, mm -hmm. right? And you are filling it with you. You're not going in there filling someone else's. Because, I mean, look, this idea of the swap is a good one. My guess is that's a short-term thing. Yeah. I think that can't be a long-term thing. I don't think if you really wanted to spend a full week or two in another country, because you're going to get kind of fucked up. You're going to have other person's memories leaking in there. It's going to be a little crazy. Mm -hmm. You know, This is blank canvas, right? So you can slide in there, and all it'll have in that brain, any memories that'll have is just those memories of that moment, those moments that you, that you were in there. Yeah. So it'll be just like fresh memories all the time as well. The, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there we go. I, so, I, I will give a, a thumbs up. Uh -huh. I'll, I'll give it four platinums. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. So long with one caveat. Uh huh. They never make brains that aren't just empty receptacles. Because nobody, once they go beyond that phase, no one's ever going to make a brain just like of, you know, Denise down the block who's just a nice, pleasant person. It's only going to be like we're going to make Hitler's brain, you know, or, or, or you know. It, they, but I, I, I honestly don't know how they could make a brain that isn't an empty, that isn't a blank. Uh -huh. It's going to be a blank to start with. Yeah, and then they'll have that, and then someone will figure out a way to put a USB port on it. Oh well, that's another story, and download all sorts of stuff. Uh, yeah, you know, but can you really download the experiences of Hitler? Without having already had Hitler there, I mean, maybe if you had his brain, oh, this is just going to go on. Yeah, forever. this is a rabbit hole. This is going to go on forever. <laughs> but I do like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, um, about this time, you know, we have a topic today. It's travel, and from that topic, riches mm. untold will become unto you. Uh, but every week we also take a <clears throat> a little moment, a little segue. And we give you another topic, a mini topic. So if you uh, 
are downloading your brain. <laughs> if you just woke up and you realize you're in your mom's body or you're, you know, you're Freaky Friday, that was that was a mom and a daughter, right? Uh huh. It was a mom and a daughter. There yeah. were other ones with uh with with fathers and sons. Oh, that's a yeah a trope. It's been done. Yeah, They've, it's been done a million times. Yeah. You're in your dog's body. Yeah, <laughs> that one too. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, if you are tricking out your RV, uh huh. Whatever the case is, uh, you can listen to this. Get even more rich. Come back later. Listen to the rest of the show and. Oh, so much money. So much money. So, Mr. Josh, take it away. Hold on. What's going on here? And we're... The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. While most students absentmindedly doodle on their notes during class, Devante Wilson would doodle on the bananas he brought for his snack. They got so much attention from his classmates and teachers, he thought, I've got to figure out if I can turn this into a business. And that he did. BananasGoneWild.co is the first and only online customized banana website in the world. It costs $9.99 to purchase a customized banana. For that $10, you can add a message or a picture. Some add-ons, like a beard or a dip in glitter, are a few extra dollars, but shipping is included. His business isn't even a year old, and he's already projecting earnings of $100,000. Like Gwen Stefani said, this shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. So, once again, a little shout-out to Debbie Trochet of the Get Rich Quick Players. Yep. For her fine... I don't even know what to call it. Voiceover work, I guess. Yeah. We'll call it. Um, yeah, this guy has made a hundred thousand dollars. And and we're not talking about uh well executed art pieces. Mm-hmm. We're talking about literally like Sharpie, uh, googly eyes, stickers, things like that. I mean, and I don't see why he can't, you know, do all the fruits. Plums, yeah, apples, yeah. Uh, pineapples. Pineapples. That'd be a good head. Oh, yeah. Oh. Hair. All that crazy in. hair, yeah. right. Yeah, he had ones that had like uh, afros on them where he just glued hair to them. And he suggests, by the way, that you do not eat these bananas. I don't know if he's suggesting them because he's afraid that you may get glitter or glue and get poisoned from and it. Maybe because he's imbued them with personalities <laughs> and consciousness. <laughs> they scream <laughs> when you bite into them. <laughs> no, don't eat me. But yeah, 100 grand. For fucking drawing on bananas. Yeah, get in there, guys. crazy for me. To me. Like, uh, why wouldn't you just do it yourself if you want to get it as a gift for someone? You know what I mean? (laughs) Whatever. Because that's just a knockoff. It is a knockoff. That's true. You know, I can make a burger, but McDonald's still huge. (laughs) That's right. You make a good point. Um... So travel, Noldenine. Travel. You got anything else for travel? Oh. I hope so, because otherwise the show's over. <laughs> oh, uh, I guess we'll come up with something. Yeah, of course I do. Travel, Josh. <laughs> you want it. I want it. We want to make some money off of it. Yeah. People travel all the time, some more than others. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> the further you go. The more costs. True. The more planning that's required. Yep. And uh, the more 
expectations you have laden upon your trip. Yeah, like it better be a good trip for going through all this hassle. It better be a good trip. And, you know, different people have different expectations. So what good to me may not be good to you. That's you know? true. Uh, some people may want to go across the world and live amongst the folks and experience the unadulterated culture and eat foods off roadside stands uh-huh. and, you know, sleep under a thatched roof uh-huh and you know have an authentic as they picture it experience and they've got a lot of angst before they go somewhere am i gonna get there and it's just gonna be another freaking shopping mall with a starbucks and a tgi fridays in you know in vietnam or something that's for, right you know yeah um other people their idea of a good vacation might be i better be able to get my Starbucks right. and to get That's my right. TGI yeah. Fridays, yeah. and I better not show up there and have to get my feet dirty and Amen. you know eat with paper plates and not have American food. You know, I'll tell you, one of the busiest McDonald's I've ever been in in my life was a McDonald's in Spain. Yeah, and you were there too. I was. I was there because the other some of the other Americans I were with, I were with. I was with really wanted to have McDonald's, mm-hmm. but it was chock full of Americans. I will also say best McDonald's I ever had. <laughs> Those chicken McNuggets actually tasted like chicken. Yeah, poulet McNugget. That's French, but yeah, that's okay. It's, a, it's all it's all a blend over there. No uh, one knows what's going on. It's a Euro Union. That's now. right. It's a union now, so it's all just one language. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of angst, you know, and a lot of uh-huh. differing expectations of what the same good should be for the same trip. Right. Right? Uh, and as I say, a lot, these people spend a lot of money, a lot of time planning it. It's not like they can just like, oh, say that vacation didn't meet my expectations. I'll just go on another giant one tomorrow. Right. You can't do that. Uh, so I just had that in my mind when I started looking around. Um, and then I came across something <clears throat> in uh, in Hong Kong. Their air pollution has gotten so bad that um, they, in scenic spots of the city, have started, as the city itself organized this, Mm -hmm. has started hanging up backdrops of what that view would look like (laughs) without air pollution. That sounds similar. So on a clear day, Uh okay. I was going to say, it just sounds sort of similar to your idea of the uh, design tarps to lay over the hoarders' piles of garbage. And, and it kind of it kind of tweaked the same right. you know, pleasure center in my brain yep, when yep, I saw yep. that, right? Hong Kong, you owe us 10%. 10% Hong Continue. Kong. Continue. Um, so, so, so they're hanging up these, these backdrops of what this site would look like on a clear day. <laughs> I and love it, that. It just shows all these people like standing in front of the tarp <laughs> and... Getting their picture of them standing in front of a picture of what the view of the skyline would look like from there on a on a better day. Oh, that's so, <laughs> so completely insane. Great. You're on the right track. We've talked about similar things in the past, so you've gotta have some granule of goodness in there. Uh-huh. But you know, cheese ball. I don't wanna go if if I'm gonna stand in front of a tarp, I'm gonna do it. In my living room. Yeah. I'm not going to go across the world uh, and, and and do this. But uh, 
So, another thing that you mentioned earlier, another thing we don't want to do, we don't want to put on these virtual reality isolating right. monstrosities right. and not experience anything other than being in a cocoon, basically, right? Mm-hmm. We're cutting off our sight. We're cutting off our senses. We, we can't smell. We can't taste. Right. We cannot touch. We cannot feel. <laughs> uh, so, although virtual reality, if, if you look things up, it is all the rage today. Mm-hmm. People are lining up to pretend that they know what it is. Uh, but remember what yesterday's rage was mm-hmm. before virtual reality. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever downloaded any of these apps for your phone, but they have augmented reality. Do you know what augmented reality is, Josh? Uh, you know, it's funny. Someone, go ahead, hit me up because okay. I knew it, but I don't remember. So, augmented reality doesn't replace it, it doesn't make an entire virtual reality. It mm-hmm. just adds to the reality, right? Gotcha. So, if you were to look through your phone, you could see through your camera what you're actually seeing around you. But uh, typically, what, what it's been used for is they'll like overlay things like Yelp reviews, right? <laughs> So I can I can look down the street and uh-huh. I can see Yelp reviews floating in front of all the different restaurants, uh-huh. uh, and if I wanted, then I could click on one and read it, uh, you know, or I could go for a walk, and I could see Wikipedia articles on things that would mm-hmm. pop up where they exist, you know. So if I walk past some historic home, bloop, up pops the Wikipedia article, right, and I can read all about the history of this home, right. So that's a good start, but that's not cutting it for us because I don't want to know the history. I want this reality to mesh with what I want. Yeah. So uh, I've I've got two ways here to make uh, sick money. Okay. Okay. So number one, make an augmented reality app to make the destination fit your expectation. Oh, that's right? interesting. So right. if I want the authentic experience, uh, I, I I could put an augmented reality thing in one of those virtual reality goggles. Uh huh. But instead of replacing reality, it's just gonna it's just gonna mix it up a little bit. So you're still gonna go to that place. I'm still gonna go there. Right. I'm still gonna look around, and mm-hmm. I'm still gonna see what's around mm-hmm. me. But uh, as one who wants the authentic experience, when I look and see TGI Fridays. <laughs> I'm not going to see TGI Fridays. I'm going to uh-huh. see a, a Padoga. Right. And or a Pagoda. Whatever you want to call it nowadays. <laughs> you can't tell. It's all a union, right? Uh, uh, if, if, if I, you know, I'll look at Starbucks. Instead of that, I'll see some roadside family-run stand with people roasting a pig uh-huh. over a oil barrel uh-huh. on their bare feet. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and, and on the other side of the coin. If I want a sterile experience, mm-hmm. I will look at someone roasting a pig over a barrel in their bare feet, and I'll see a Starbucks. <laughs> you know, or and, it, it's ruined though if you actually want the Starbucks, or you want that a piece of that pig. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, the example I thought of in my mind when I thought of it wasn't a, a Starbucks or a pig. Uh huh. It was. If you go to Mexico, right, right, and you go to some place like Cancun, uh huh, and all they got there is like Senor Frog's right. frat yeah, yeah, yeah. bar, uh huh, right. 
we could both go there. Mm-hmm. And and as far as you're concerned, you're sitting in a little family-run Mexican hacienda yep. house. Yep. Where grandma's cooking up her homemade recipes, putting them in front of you, and uh, the guy next to you doesn't have any goggles on, and he's in this weird frat bar. <laughs> That's right. That works perfectly. The, the person next to them is, uh, you know. Eating American food, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And you've got, you know, they've created those new 3D, uh, uh, there was a big Kickstarter campaign for 3D headphones, yep. three-dimensional headphones, so it works b- by tracking your head movement and where the sound is coming from, so it's like a natural thing. You have those on and your augmented reality, and you're just piping in the sounds that go with that uh, that image that you are now augmenting at Senior Frog. That's right. Uh, so... So yeah, it works much better. It, that works much better. Yeah, yeah it's simpler. Uh, so if you make this a reality, huge money. There's uh-huh. a lot of money in this for you. But the one thing that uh, y- you miss when you just think about this on its surface mm-hmm. is if we're all basically looking through our cell phones and it is knowing where we are, it's translating what we are, it is changing, augmenting what we're seeing and hearing. <clears throat> we're using a lot of data. We are. We're using a lot of international data. Oh, yeah, you make so an excellent So all point. you little guys out there that don't know what a freaking computer is, <laughs> don't worry. Sell those those international cell phone cards. That's right. And that's where the real money in this baby is, can, is in the data plan. Can you imagine how fucked off you'd be, how cheesed off you'd be if you're sitting in the senior frogs and your blissful little thing eating, you know, what you think are homemade huaraches and they're just coming from a bag in the back and suddenly everything goes on the fritz and you're you're suddenly stuck in your actual reality of that moment. Yeah. You'd be miserable. So you would load up on data. Load, load up, up yeah. on <clears throat> data. <coughs> so that's the real money maker. That's the right real there. money maker. Yeah, no, it's, that's it's, that's uh, great. Yeah. I like that money maker. All right. Well, I'm. You know, it's interesting that you you talk about uh, uh, senior frogs and food is the element because. Let me ask you something, Noel. Okay, Josh. When you're on a plane, how much do you love the food on that plane? Not, not right. And you know why that is, Noel? Because it stinks. Nope. It's because of you, Noel Denine. Is it? It really is. Are you blaming the victim? I'm blaming the victim. <laughs> the number one reason food is so bland on flights is because the combination of the pressurized cabin and the cool, dry, recirculated air mm-hmm. make your taste buds numb up okay. as if you had a cold. All right. It also, because of the dryness in the air, dries out your nose, which affects your sense of smell, which is a big part of taste. So they have found, and they've done these these tests, uh, Lufthansa actually ran these tests because they didn't understand why the food tasted fine in their commissaries, mm-hmm. but when people had them on the planes, they complained about it. I mean, there's a certain level of textural issue you're going to have because of the heating, reheating, storage time, all that kind of stuff, but the actual flavor was drastically different. And what they found out... <clears throat> was that you lose about 30% of your taste reception, uh, perception, I should say, particularly of salty and sweet. Okay. So those are the two things that make something really pop, right? Salty and sweet are the two major things that make something really pop flavor-wise. So when you cut those out, it causes 
everything to just be bland. And then you throw in the issues of texture that you have with cooking, storing, reheating, putting it out there. <clears throat> you have a pretty bad meal. Yeah. Right? And trying to make sure it doesn't touch anyone's mm. allergies, offend well, anyone's flavors. Well, the, right. You get, in, you get into that sort of thing. So Lufthansa has, <clears throat> after a couple years of research, come up with a whole new series of, of, of foods. And other uh, airlines are following suit. They're doing it with... Uh, Great chefs like David Boulay mm-hmm. and John George Vongerichten, but <clears throat> those foods are only available to people in first and business class. Boo! Which we right? will be soon. Well, we're going to have our own plane, so it's not even going to be an issue That's at true. all. Um, but but the point is, for those lumps in coach, which is the bulk of the people on the plane, they're stuck with the same shit food they always have. Yeah. So in part of their research, what they realized is. The number one combatant for this sort of, shall we call it, tongue malaise, okay. flavor malaise, uh, is the fifth flavor, umami. Okay. Right? Uh, I don't know if we've discussed umami. Do you know what umami is? Yeah. So umami is the fifth flavor. I'm going to explain it anyway, because people out there may not know they what it is. They may not. It's, it's the fifth flavor. Uh, they're sweet, salty, bitter, um, sour, and now umami. Now. <clears throat> Now, it's, now more it's, than ever, it's become a big thing. Yeah, right. Umami is created. It's and it's it's described as savory. Yes, and umami is glutamase. Basically, mm-hmm. it's the base of what uh, MSG is, monosodium glutamate. Right. <clears throat> it is found uh, in fruits, vegetables, meats that are rich in glutamase. So that includes things like uh, tomatoes, very high in glutamate. Love them. Uh, mushrooms, particularly shiitake mushrooms, don't like them. Very high in glutamate. Uh, truffles, very high in glutamate. Okay. Uh, dried aged cheeses, so like Parmesan. Yeah. A really well aged uh, 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 cheddar. I like them. Um, uh, Marmite is got the most glutamase of any product. Really? Yeah. It's huge, huge. That's why they love it so much down there. Okay. When you get used to it, it's just a flavor bomb. Uh, a lot of Japanese products, a lot of fermented products, soy sauce, mm-hmm. huge fish sauce. Um, uh, dashi is a huge one, right, which is made with bonito flakes and kombu, seaweed, kelp, right? Uh-huh. Very high in glutamase. So <clears throat> all of these things you can get in a powdered form. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay? <clears throat> now, the thing is, my thought was you make little mini spice packs okay that you sell after they go through uh the various uh security checkpoints that they need to go through cuz you'd have a problem you know you buy it in bulk you buy a, a jar yeah. of it they're going to look and go what the hell is this powder here and they're going to dig through your stuff they're sure. going to go through stuff they're going to be like and you don't want to be going <clears throat> through security with little packets of powder exactly <laughs> exactly all of that stuff anything having to do with powder you're you're there there's a finger going up your butt they're checking you out they're pulling you offline you're just looking at at problems so these are sold at the Hudson News, yep. whatever gift shop, store, and they're a variety. 
Not not a ton of it, right? So it's just all, you have it for your trip, for your flight. There's a variety of things depending on what the meal choices are that you can add that will enhance the flavor. Mm-hmm. So you can have tomato powder if you're having the pasta dish. So you can just bump that flavor up. You can have uh, uh, mushroom powder if you're having the beef dish, uh, dashi powder, because all of these liquids are, are, are powdered as well. You can buy powdered soy sauce. You can buy powder in bulk, you know, from places. I think this is actually a huge money-making idea. Yeah, it's good. Because you never see, and you would have like a good solid kind of sea salt in there, some you know nice ground pepper in there so you can season it up to your taste. Rather than eat this bland garbage, you have something that might actually taste good. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, mini spice cat packs for in-flight meals. I like it. Can I, can I give a plus one to it? You can. Okay. You can always add to it. You know. Uh, make umami-coated taco shells so they'd be like the taco bell dorito shells uh-huh but umami <clears throat> yeah to and bring on the you flight put, this, you're put ta- in that taco shell <laughs> but for the flight yeah. or just for no who's gonna carry a freaking taco shell on? i will a- i'll carry a taco I'll shell will. on there and no matter what i get i'm putting it in that taco <laughs> shell and i'm eating it look what's done to taco bell well at so that much point, money in those taco yeah, shells at that point you could just make umami doritos and just dip everything in it so it's like eating uh, nachos. Yeah, plus two now. Umachos. <laughs> Umachos. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name, at least. Yeah, it'll be good on, at Senior Frogs. Uh. <laughs> Umachos. Yeah. Uh, I have one more. Uh, 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 Hit me with it. Kind of tiny one. Yeah. This is very it. small. Again, another plane-related one. Okay, I like them. So, we all fly. You know, we all fly. We all, uh, again, for us coach people, uh, we all, you know, when you buy your tickets on Expedia or Kayak or whatever, you know, website you're buying them on, trying to find the best price. Yep. The best prices are always the flights that have a layover. Yeah. Right. And for years, every time I've gone someplace I've never been before and I've had a layover somewhere and I've had layovers that sometimes are four five, six hours long. Ugh. And this is good for sort of the longer layovers, an hour, two hours, not so great. But, you know, if you're the, in, in, in a city you've never been in mm-hmm. for five or six hours and, you, you know, what are you going to do? It's like in theory you say, I want to leave. I want to get out of this airport. Yep. I want to check this city out. But you're probably about a half an hour to an hour away from anything that's going on. Sure. Right? You don't know what's going on. You've never been to the city. What are you really going to do? Yeah. Right? So I came up with an idea, and it has a name. Okay. Playovers. <laughs> You have a booth in the airport. Mm-hmm. People come up to you. We have X amount of time here as part of our layover, right? You give them, you already have an itinerary set out based on amount of time. You give them a selection of the itineraries, right? You have several if they're museum people, et cetera, et cetera. And they, it, it's uh, a guided tour for an hour, two hours, three hours, however long they're in the city for, of all the stuff, the bullet points of the city so they get a taste of it. Sure. That within their 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 choice. You can do it as uh, uh, an individual tour uh-huh. where it's just a couple, right? And and uh, there's a driver 
He's also the tour guide, and it's in a car, and you just shoot in, and they parks, and you go here, you go to this museum, that museum. He knows where everything is, right? All the things you need to see. So if you want to go to the museum, there's no going like, well, where's that picture? I know that painting. He knows exactly what paintings you want to see before you see. You go there, and he just takes you to them. So you have that experience. It's like boom, 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 boom. Four or five hours, you've seen a bunch of stuff. Wow, I want to go to that city. Yeah. Again, at some point. I really enjoyed that. They hold on to your uh, luggage for you. Oh, yeah. Your carry-on, That's so you great. don't have to haul that around with That's you. That's good. Right? And then you don't have to go through the recheck process of yeah. it. Right? In theory, hopefully, since uh, uh, these people are with you the entire time, uh, in theory, you can hopefully work something out with the... Uh, the safety agents that, uh, or the security of whatever cities you're in, that they can, because of this project, and they're viewed the entire time, they can get a uh, A fast track. A fast track, essentially, through security, where they just have to walk through, beep, 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 nothing's going on, we're through. Yep. Another, I think, big moneymaker. Yeah, so so you go to Philly, you have a a layover, you go... Boom, here's a cheesesteak. There's the love statue. Yep. There's Constitution Hall. There's the Rocky Steps. Back to the airport. Boom, exactly. I like that a lot, exactly. man. Exactly. I like it. That's it. So play over. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Nice, thanks. You know, on, on, on your first thing about the food, Uh huh. one thing I looked into at first, I was like, oh, yeah, this would be great, Uh huh. was uh, I was like, eventually, soon, space travel is going to be much more common for tourists and how do I make money off that? And how do I make it more pleasurable? Mm-hmm. And the more I looked into it, man, uh, as is now, space travel is only going to appeal to people that want to know what it's like to be an astronaut. Right. Right? You can't drink liquids. Mm-hmm. You can't have anything with crumbs. Right. You need to take a class to learn how to go to the bathroom. Yep. yep. Uh, you're, you can't even take good pictures because your head swells from the pressure. <laughs> and as you said, you can't taste things. Right. You, your sinuses get bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, unless you want the experience, just the sheer experience of seeing the earth from afar mm-hmm. and living <clears throat> your astronaut dream for a few days, nobody's going to do it until you can go somewhere with gravity. like it's not going to be a luxurious vacation ever well what all the big guys are working on now because i looked at this a little bit too jeff bezos uh uh uh, richard branson and not so much elon musk his his thing is a whole different his spaceship deal is a whole different thing right now but bezos and branson are creating uh rocket ships i say in quote they're more like sort of like planes that go above into space but the idea is, is that you go all the way up, you stay out of the atmosphere for anywhere from six minutes to ten minutes, where you just experience true weightlessness and see it, and then you're back down. Okay. <clears throat> but I think the real issue of space travel is going to be getting people from one place to another through space. Okay. Instead of staying <clears throat> below, they're going to go up and above and come over because I believe that it's actually a quicker route. Yeah, probably. Um. But yeah, you know, people are looking into that. Yeah, fuck, that's rich people stuff. Yeah, we need to appeal to the masses, to the peeps. That's right. But you know, I think we've made a lot of money today. I think we've made a sick, disgusting amount of money today. <laughs> and you know, I I got so much money, I don't know what to do with it. I wish someone could just tell me, <clears throat> Noel, this is what you do with all this money. I wish if I 
didn't have the inspiration to get off the couch and go out there and have made so much money like we did today, uh-huh. someone could show me something and say, look, Noel, if you just got off the couch, this is what you could spend that money on. Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Josh, please take it away. One of the best things about being a billionaire is your ability to fund your James Bond fantasies. Mm -hmm. Now, the Desert family in Florida, they have what's believed to be the largest private Bond car collection in the world, including, Joe, you just mentioned Mm the uh, Aston Martin DB5 used in Goldfinger and the Aston Martin Vanish from Die Another Day. Total value just of their Bond collection, about $35 million worth of cars. That DB5 that you just mentioned with the ejection seat, that's a $5 million car alone. Yeah, you can buy all your favorite Bond cars when you're rich. Yeah. <clears throat> Part of that was also Elon Musk. Do you remember, uh, I can't remember which which uh, uh, show it was, which movie it was, but it was with uh, the uh, Lotus that went underwater. Okay. That was a submarine, the White Lotus. Elon Musk bought that, but it was really more of a prop car. It didn't actually uh, function as a submarine and a car. And so he, after spending almost a million dollars on the car itself, when mm-hmm. it came up for sale, he then rejiggered it with, uh, you know, a Tesla drive and all this stuff and uh, actually made it a working submarine car. Yeah, good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we could all have those riches. Uh, you know what we do have, though, that we don't have to wait at all? What's that, Noel? We got Twitters. Uh, so if you mm. want to reach us, if you want to give us ideas for the show, comments, rules to judge our <clears throat> schemes by. Mm-hmm. You can reach us at GRQ Josh Noel. And uh you can reach us at GRQ Josh Noel. Yeah. On Twitter, right? On Twitter. Okay. And <laughs> you can email us at uh GRQ with Josh and Noel. I think you just did gmail. that my travel thing, Josh. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I thought yeah, we were going somewhere you did else. A freaky Friday. Uh-huh. Um GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you want to Facebook us, you can Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. Uh so you know, our ideas. Awesome. Fantastic. Money in the pocket. We know it. How do you know it? You can't trust us. You can't even see my face right now. I'll tell you how. Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich, and we judge our schemes by them. Josh, who do our rules come from this week? Uh, Today, 15 business tips every entrepreneur should know from Entrepreneur Magazine. Oh, that's famous. Um, Number one, always make sure there is and will be enough cash in the bank. Well, with our ideas, there's always going to be enough cash in the bank. More than enough. Number two, Take care of your stars. Well, when you're traveling out through outer space. Yeah, it's all stars. That's all stars. Yeah. Um, your people are not your kids, your personal assistants, or your shrink. No, they're your Freaky Friday. You woke up in their body. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, finally, learn two words, meritocracy and nepotism. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so once again, we're hitting all on all cylinders. <laughs> all of them, yeah. We are four for four or five for five or whatever the hell that was. Yeah. And uh, all for all. We are getting rich. So uh, I guess I'd have to say for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>